0: And it's episode 87 of Cherokee Rewind. Appreciate you tuning in here. I am Mick, and of course I'm gonna go back, mm, not too far in the bat in the into the past. Uh, as uh, we're gonna this next guy we're gonna have, of course, uh, just a a scrappy guy. I remember that he was he was very very he could get under your skin with the best of them. And, uh, but he, he was also a heck of a hockey player too. And it goes by the name of Alex Searing. And of course, if that name sounds familiar, that is because of course he is the brother of, uh, uh, triplet sisters. Uh, he is one of the triplets and, uh, Oh, well, yeah. And he also has a dad who used to coach the Cherokee too. I think you might've heard of him anyway, just kidding. Uh, but, uh, here with Alex and Alex appreciate you doing this and thanks for coming yeah up.
1: thank you uh, for having me um, I I was pretty excited to uh, hear from you on Facebook the other day and um, I, uh, I always enjoyed uh, seeing you and uh, and having you commentate the games and um, I always enjoyed you had the best voice I I can think of any broadcaster and I appreciate um, that. It's really nice it's really nice to sh- see you and uh be able to talk to you today.
0: Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's great to catch up. Hey, uh I always do a thing where I try to remember every uh the guys that played their jersey numbers when they played in Toledo. Uh, and I'm going to take that, no, I got to guess it. I uh, got to guess it. and yeah. I'll I I'm usually brutally wrong with this. But I'm going to try and remember and see if I can guess it. And I'm trying to think. Searing, searing, searing. I'm going to guess um, I wasn't 11? there that
1: long. Nope. I was uh, 22. 22. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I wasn't there long, but I wish I was there longer.
0: So how long so, were you there for? Year?
1: Um, I was there for a half a year. Okay. Half a year. Alright. um and I wish I was there for a lot longer um, looking back at it I wish I was because I bounced around to a couple places but um the the one main reason why is I didn't stay is because I kind of just wanted to be away from home mm-hmm. and um, just kind of grow up a little bit and be away from home and um, it was nothing really against uh the Cherokee I, I always um, I always have love for the Cherokee and, um, I, I have, uh, the most respect for, um, coach, uh, Kenny and, uh, Todd Omi and, uh, they loved, they loved me and, uh, uh, I had a, a great experience when I was there. Um, and they just, and I always loved how they wanted the best for their players and they wanted the best for me and, um... Yeah, they were they were really good uh, coaches, mentors. Um, the most probably the most pretty most laid back coaches because um, they, I mean, they kind of knew who I was, and you know, when you ha- you're um, when you have a coach that knows who you are and knows how you act, it it can be a lot better uh, situation. And um, so, yeah, uh, I appreciate. I appreciated when I, I spent my time there, uh, their help and their coaching. And um, it's, they make it uh, a top-notch organization, and super they're super professional. And um, so I always enjoyed um, being around them, and uh, I, I actually miss it. So, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Well, let me ask you, let's get started here with, uh, from the from the beginning. Uh, I know, you know, being a local guy, you're, uh, you know, it was like, I knew when, you you know, everybody knows about, you know, what your dad did as a coach, winning a national championship, et cetera. But this is more about, this is about you. So I want to get, I mean, first of all,
1: I would love to hear the stories from, when he, I mean, I've tried to go back and listen to some of the podcasts that you've done um, to try to hear stories about how he was and how the guys liked him. I, I, I haven't gotten to hear too much in detail about how he was talking to the older players, but um, I've tried to click on the, some snippets and kind of click or fast forward to hear and try to find what that had to say, but... Um I would love to hear stories from true. I mean, I was just I was young when he was coaching yep. um those that team and uh I mean I was hardly even born. Yeah, that's um, true. He came back. Um but we can talk about that. We can talk about when he came back and then we can talk about when I came. Yep. So Oh, well, I'm
0: sure we'll get into all of that, but first things yeah. first. I wanna talk about how you got started? Now, obviously, with your dad as a coach and being in hockey as much as he was, I think it was kind of it was already predestined that you were gonna you were gonna be around hockey. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. How long? Yeah. Were, how
0: old were you when you put on a pair of skates?
1: Um, I think I was about uh maybe uh I three or four. Um, I didn't start playing until I was five. Okay. Um, But, uh, from what I can remember is I, I loved it from the start. Um, surprisingly, uh, sometimes kids, I mean, there's a lot of guys that have their parents that played and, um, sometimes they end up not liking it or, but, um, it was, uh, always my number one sport and it just kind of picked up for me like pretty quickly and it's. Basically, all I wanted to do was play. And
0: um... Now, when you were – I mean, how – was it difficult? I mean, from a sense of never – I mean, yeah, I understand, you know, learning to skate, learning to, you know, the, the basics and stuff. But, I mean, just simply from a standpoint of you've got you're, – you're part of a set of triplets. You've got two sisters. Yeah. And uh, trying to juggle – never mind you playing hockey – But just you've got two sisters and they, the three of you, I mean, that had to be interesting as far as trying to juggle not only your interests, but their interests, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I know that it's never easy to begin with just with one kid, but with three.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, I remember. uh, So right around. So I I was playing hockey. I think my only sport was kindergarten, and then and first and second grade um, I picked up uh, soccer and baseball. And mm-hmm. I remember um, I didn't play a lot when I played soccer because I I I just wasn't good with my feet. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I played baseball, uh, coach just. Coaching pitching, uh, I couldn't. When I got the coaching pitching, uh, I played T ball, and then when I got the coaching pitching, I couldn't hit the ball. Um, so, uh, my dad just basically told me, you're done with that, because, um, I just had a hard time. From what I can remember, I could just kind of had to pick a sport at, at that age, and, um, I wasn't really good at anything, and uh, I, I was average at hockey, and I wanted to stay with hockey, so I just kind of ran with that. And um, I, But I do, looking back at it, I, it probably would have helped me with hockey if I would have stayed in more sports. Um, there are, Now it's the science and stuff that I read and see – all these kids are playing multiple sport sports now and they're becoming great hockey players. So, um, and, I, but the, the thing is, I never got really burnt out playing hockey.
0: Um, See, that's just, the difference right there, buddy. Yeah. is all these guys yeah. that play sports year round and they don't take a break by the time they yeah. get to be, uh, you know, 16, 17, they They are burned out to a crisp,
1: yeah, and I and I never really got burnt out and most kids played other sports, so they didn't get burnt out and um so I never got burnt out doing that and uh, I'm glad that it worked out and I'm glad I'm still playing so
0: yep so now do uh, you play did you play pretty much house league at at uh, Tam
1: um, yes, I, well, I, no, I played, uh, Savannah travel, and then I came over to the Cherokee when I was really, I think I played my first two, three years at Savannah, and then I came over to the Cherokee and played with the Cherokee until my U16, uh, year, and then I went to, uh, Columbus and played AAA, uh, and lived with my aunt and uncle. Oh,
0: well, that's cool.
1: Uh, now, yeah. Now, yeah. who were
0: your coaches when you played with the Cherokee growing up?
1: Um, uh, Doug Smalley was my coach. Yes, uh, Doug Smalley, and then um, Zach Swanson, Scott Swanson, mm-hmm. um, and then um, and then my dad helped out too. Um, I I don't remember how long. There was a there was a time when I got a little older where he I think he stopped helping, um, I think maybe that was when I got into U16 but I can't really remember when that was, um, but um, obviously um, three great coaches two really good ones two guys that p- were experienced and knew the game and um, so yeah and. Uh, uh, Doug really helped me with, um, my development and he was, um, and he always, he always loved me. And, uh, uh, yeah. So,
0: well, let me ask you, though. Let's, as far as that goes, did you, uh, learn to skate the old fashioned way out on a pond or did you go through the, uh, learn to skate program or anything like that?
1: Um, no, it was, Really, when I was little, I remember doing some lessons with um, Monica. And then I know my dad helped helped me out a little bit with that when I was younger. But mostly it was just kind of going to practice and um, going to practice and just learning how to skate. Um, my skating wasn't very good until, honestly, I started going to uh, Nick Perillo. Um, doing his summer camps when I was, I started when I was about, uh, I think 14, um, going to Nick and I been going every summer, summer since, um, doing, uh, the summer skating Tuesdays and Thursdays, uh, un- until this summer. Uh, this is really the first summer I haven't, um, done much, just kind of relaxing and, um, which I hopefully it's hopefully it, it's gonna benefit me uh, for this upcoming year, but uh, uh, I'm kind of nervous because I haven't skated much, and I usually skate a lot in summer, and I, that's what I like to do. I like I honestly like the summers more than the seasons because it's it's fun. You get to I'm skating with some really good players, and um, a lot lot better players than me and it makes me better and um i have my close friends from skating in the summer and um that's my friend group i always just wanted to be around hockey guys and guys that cared and um so it was really uh i i it's unfortunate that i can't be home this summer um but it's okay uh I, it was kind of my choice to stay out here this summer um And, uh, so yeah, uh, it's, I've been, I've been, uh, I didn't really start to become, a, a a decent skater until I started seeing Nick Perillo. Um, so I have to give him a lot of credit and Steve Dickinson as well. Um, Steve Dickinson has helped me dramatically, uh, him more, him more so than Nick, but, Cause he's always, he was always more with our group and just the technique and the instruction he gives is, um, top notch, uh, with the edge work and the things he does is it's pretty incredible how he knows and stuff like that.
0: So Dixie Dixie was a former Cherokee associate coach too. He Dunk
1: and Tarsh. So
0: back in the, back in the good old days, but, um, Uh, now tell me, when you played back then at uh, like the probably as you transitioned from Sylvania to Toledo with the Cherokee, um, uh, do you remember some of the guys you played with? Um, were they got guy, Any guys that you saw later on down the road?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Tristan Snyder. Um, he ended up coming over to the Cherokee too. Um, Adam Felzer. Um who else was on that team? Josh Kobach played a little bit with the Cherokee. Um those were all um uh, Josh and Adam were guys I went to high school with. Um who else? Um that's who I can remember from that team. I know um I know a couple kids a lot of those kids ended up not playing, you know, like they they got to high school and played high school, and um, that was it for them. Um, I I don't really remember a lot more, a lot of guys that ended up playing uh, uh, juniors after, or from my younger from the, my youth teams and stuff like that. So you just guys kind of fall off, and um, so yeah.
0: Now let me ask you um, the whole idea of you know when you get to high school age you want to play you know some guys they they just want to play for their high school team
1: yeah Uh, did
0: you ever entertain that thought
1: uh i did play high school for a year um i played u16 uh in columbus and then um our my u16 team was really good there's a a lot of uh d1 guys came off that team that played d1 and there's a, actually a couple guys that are in, in the American League now that I, I played with um, that year. Um, but uh, in the, my sophomore year, I was in Columbus, and then my junior year, I came back and played for Northview. Um, so Adam, I played with Adam Felzer, and um, he was the only one that I think played at the Cher- played junior at the Cherokee that was off my high school team. But um, – I mean, I I don't regret uh, coming back and playing that year of high school. Um, I mean, sometimes I wish I would have um, stayed and played uh, a triple A uh, somewhere else, but um, I felt that it was good for me to come home and experience that and uh, be with my high school friends and um, play year of high school. And uh, Mike Jones was. Uh, my coach, um, and I have nothing but great things to say about him. Uh, he was one of the best coaches I had. Um, not, I, he was a good coach on the ice, but he was also a good coach off the ice and, uh, taught a lot of, uh, life lessons and looked at life in a good way. And, uh, um, so yeah, I really enjoyed, uh, playing at Northview. Uh, my, the one year I played at Northview, so. Okay.
0: Well, um, so, I mean, also, too, I would think that it probably helps you with building some confidence. You know, when you go and you play high school for a little bit, uh, it helps you to it helps you to build some confidence so that you can uh, especially you talk about your skating, you know, just Mm -hmm. things like getting getting yourself, uh, getting your feet under you, as it were, getting some skating in there and allowing yourself to just, you know, kind of breathe a little bit have some fun while you're playing the game because when you play triple a and you, when you go into juniors and stuff it's all business okay yeah it's fun yeah. but it's all business at the end of the mm-hmm. day high school it's it, yeah you're, you're you're wanting to win a, uh, you should, a championship yeah, you, and stuff but you're able to kind of breathe a little bit while you're out there
1: yeah yeah um when i played high school it was I can kind of I could tell like I was a little bit more um, advanced. I wouldn't say I was the best, um, but I was more advanced as in the way I thought and um, just how I was. I was just a little stronger and. Um, uh, but there were a lot of good high school players, not only on my team but in the area at the time, um, and. It just, uh, the competition was, it was, it was pretty good, but, um, it was a level that I, I could just kind of get, grow some confidence and be around my friends and play in front of people and, um, play in front of my friends. And, um, that was kind of, um, at that time it was kind of important for me to kind of just experience that year and, um just, uh, experience being, uh, being, playing a high school sport and just being around my friends. And, um, uh, some of it was good and some of it wasn't so great, but, um, it, cause I'm a pretty serious kid, uh, and, uh, the lack of seriousness sometimes kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, but it was great. It was a really good, uh, Thing and it helped me uh, for the next year when I went on and played Triple uh, A again. So, well,
0: um, well, let me ask you uh, when you play when you played high school, and I, and I think too, you know what the thing is is, is it's got to be kind of cool because that's kind of a difference between high school and travel, whether it be Triple mm-hmm. A or or juniors. Uh, there's a difference in that in high school. It's all your friends, all your family, and you've got a packed house over at tam every game,
1: yeah, yeah, as opposed um, to
0: travel where it's you know you've got some of your family and a few friends, and yeah. that's it,
1: yeah, I remember when uh tw- when we played Saint Francis twice, I mean there had to be at least a thousand to twelve hundred um. At Tam Shannon. I mean, it was it's pretty incredible uh, atmosphere uh, for I don't know if it's still like that. Now I haven't been to a high school game probably
0: yeah, it is. probably
1: since I played. Um, but uh, uh, I mean, it was it was a great it's a great atmosphere. It's kind of it's kind of crazy how much uh, how big it kind of is. And people don't really know how big it is. Um, outside of Toledo, um, but yeah, it was great, and um, it was it was fun to play in front of your 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 friends you go to school with and um, stuff like that. So uh, it it was a a pretty cool experience, and uh, I I don't I don't uh, regret doing it. So,
0: do you remember how many goals you scored that year? Uh,
1: not that much. Honestly, I probably I think I probably had maybe ten around ten. Uh, I I know Adam Felszer had a lot more than me, um, but uh, yeah, probably around a uh, tenish. I, I was more of an assist guy, so I probably I I don't really know. Um, honestly, I don't know my stats from that year. Um, I don't know if it's still on the website or. Um, Cause it's not on my elite prospect. so I, I don't know how I could find those. Um, but that I didn't really care about um, points, and I, I still don't care about points. I was just more about doing what I had to do to help the team win. And um, so yeah, I mean it was it was uh, it was a really good experience. I do remember uh, one highlight. Uh, goal I had was uh, we played St. Francis, um, and it, I it was a, I scored uh, and made it was it ended up being a one nothing game and they were number one in the state at the time uh, so that was a really cool experience uh, for me um, that's a game I probably won't forget um, it was just a really cool atmosphere and. Um, uh, and it was just, yeah, I mean, it was just very, uh, it was just a, a fun time, uh, that game. I, I just won't forget it.
0: Uh, going to say that everybody went nuts uh, for you when, uh, when you won that game.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't just me, but, uh, that helped win the game, but, um, it was, uh, a total of everyone on the team, uh, I mean, it was a one nothing game, so we played, we all played pretty well. It just, uh, I remember it was a, uh, it was kind of a lucky bounce on a, uh, Lars Culver. I don't know if you know that name, but he got the puck and, uh, uh, he picked, he either picked it off or a, a, a D misfumbled it and, uh, ended up behind him and, uh, me and him went off a two on two on oh and he shot it and it uh, came off the pad and I was there to tap it in. So, um, it was pretty cool. Cause I don't know what we were ranked in the state at that time, but I know that St. Francis was number one. So it was a good feeling, uh, taking down the number one team. Um, and, and knowing that I scored the goal, it made me feel pretty good. So don't blame
0: you there, man. Not at all. Uh, was your family there to see it?
1: Um, yeah, they were there. Uh my dad was there, uh and I think my mom was there. That's pretty maybe, cool. I think maybe my mom was watching it on T V.
0: Okay. So the I girls- do
1: remember my sis I do remember my sis two sisters were there though too as well. Probably
0: so. probably one of the few times in life where they're actually really nice to you in person.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're pretty nice now. Um but uh it's it's was a time a, a year that they were able my family was able to see me play as well yeah. which was pretty important to me because um my family hasn't really seen me play a lot since i've gotten older mm-hmm. so um it's it, it's a time that i kind of miss uh having the, my family around seeing me play seeing seeing my family after the game coming home eating a nice meal uh things like that so um but, yeah, it, it was a good, good, really good time.
0: Yeah. Now you talk about your sisters. Let's talk about them for a second. Yeah. Before yeah. we jump to the juniors, um, were you were you the baby brother or not baby brother, but the brother that they they like to dote and like uh, you uh, know, fawn all over? I wouldn't over? say
1: I wouldn't say um, too much. We did bicker a lot when we were little. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. But we were we were all. Uh, pretty close. Um, I mean, our parent our parents went through a divorce when we were around second grade, so um, we were. It kind of made us a little closer, and we kind of had an understanding what was going on uh, in that time. So um, we kind of uh, kind of formed a bond that in that way. But uh, we did. I, I remember me and my sisters did get into it, um, and sometimes I kind of picked on them like they were my brothers. Um, which, uh, which, uh, probably wasn't the best, but, um, I kind of made it, they're probably, they're probably a little, uh, tougher now. Uh, <laughs> I was
0: going to say that's, yeah, that's part of what others
1: do. They probably, yeah, they probably know how to handle guys that mistreat them and stuff like that now. So, yeah, well, I, um,
0: think, I think, you know, and I look at it this, you know, it's always been one of those cases. It sounds like it was the case of. Like it was for me, because I, I come from a family where I was the only boy, and the yeah. rest were girls, and it was a case of, hey, that's our brother, we can pick on him, we can torture him, but if you mess with them, you're in a whole heap of trouble.
1: And, yeah, and yeah, that's... they always, yeah, and that, that that was the good thing is, um, I did I remember I did get picked on. <laughs> in school sometimes and uh they were always there to they were they always were the, my number one supporters uh being they were always I mean I can't thank them enough because they were always they could have just been like ah, yeah that's I you know I I mean they could have ran off but they always if someone said something bad or was mean they were always there to say something back to them and um uh and they were both a little more popular than I was uh growing up so um they uh they were always there to stand by me and help me and um it's something that I can't thank them for enough um and uh I'm sure they don't know but I do appreciate them and um and the times that they spent at the rink, too, I always appreciated that, too. And um, the games that they went to when I was growing up. And, um, I mean, they I know they did spend some time at the rink. So um, it, was, it was good that I was glad that they were always there to support me and help me. And uh, so, yeah.
0: Well, you know, and the thing is, too, is, well, let me ask. Did did either of them like, or did they both like the game, the game of hockey itself, or was it uh, a case of oh gosh we got to go to Alex's game?
1: Um, I think they both and didn't mind going to the rink. Um, one more than the other. My sister Madison, um, she she wasn't much. She did play soccer, but she wasn't much of a sports person until um once she got to high school, um, she did play high school soccer for a little bit, but she, um, she wasn't the most, most athletic, um, and she knows that, and, um, she's, now, I mean, she's a great artist, uh, I mean, she's got beautiful, beautiful work, um, she's, I mean, it's a skill that, I mean, most people don't have, and, um, she got that artistic, um, thing of about her and uh Madison also got uh she also got the brains out of me and my s- other sister. So, um uh, we got kind of the athletic side and me and Mackenzie got um the uh or Maddie had the arts and the brains and me and Mackenzie had the the athletic side. Um but um Mackenzie liked being around the rink more than Maddie. Um, and, um, Maddie wasn't around the rink as much as Mackenzie wanted to be. So, uh, that, from what I can remember, um, so, uh, Maddie, Mackenzie likes watching hockey, um, now and, uh, Madison, if she, Madison, if there's a game on, she'll, she'll watch it, but. I don't think she she really enjoys it as much, um, as me and my dad and uh, Mackenzie. So that's understandable. Okay, which which is okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you got you know you get you know I was gonna say either you love she's it or you don't. She's probably tired
1: of. Yeah, and she's probably tired of it. You know, she's always been around it. They always they both always have been around it, and um, there's a point where you just get tired of it and you don't follow it as much and. You have other things you want to follow and yeah. stuff like that. So, sure. But like when, I, when I'm when i playing, um, my sisters always ask how my games went and stuff like that. So they're involved a little bit with me and uh, things like that.
0: Okay. Well, uh, let's see. So you finished playing your year at Northview. Uh, yep. What happened next? Where did you go? And then to- I
1: went to um, – I went to uh, play AAA in Philadelphia and then um, played U18 out there. And then I ended up tendering uh, after that year with a NA3 team uh, called the Wilmore Warhawks in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, from there so I –
0: I want to spend some time talking with, oh. about these. Uh, okay. What was it like playing in Philadelphia – what was it like having the, you know, you got the experience of being of being away from home a little bit, being in Columbus, mm-hmm. but you still were around family. What was it like when you went to Philadelphia? I mean, that had to be. Um,
1: uh, it was kind of a crazy uh, situation. I, uh, I was with a kid, uh, uh, Lars Culver. He is a Savannah kid. I played high school with him. Me and him both went out there. Uh, we lived together with this family. Um, the family we lived with was, it was, it was kind of a crazy situation. I won't go into much detail with that, but, um, I mean, it was great. It was a really good experience. Um, uh, I, I went out there because I, uh, I just did like a tryout with, there was a, an A team at the time there and I did like a tryout there and, um, they had a, uh triple-A team within uh, the umbrella out there, and uh, they played on the NAPHL. Um, and so uh, I thought it was a good opportunity for me to go out there and be able to skate with um, uh, Rocky Russo. Uh, he's a, a, an Ohio guy. He coached um, a Tier 3 team in the, 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 the EHL, um, the Eastern Hockey League. Uh, it uh it used to be called the ej yeah um and he he let me go out and skate with his junior team and i was able to skate with his team and then play on the AAA team as well um and i felt like i needed i didn't want to really hop into juniors right away because i um looking back at it i probably probably should have um played three years instead of two years of junior but um uh but it, i helped, it helped I mean I was pretty dominant, uh I mean I, I think I had thirty points in like forty three games at the triple u U eighteen level. Um it was a, it was a good year for me, uh a really good year until uh, I ended up I ended up breaking my wrist. Um I was like a point per game almost. Um and then I had a showcase I was actually, like, on a breakaway, and a kid slashed me, and uh, I ended up uh, breaking my scaphoid bone, Um, and uh, it kind of, it kind of, it was around December, um, and uh, that's when I was kind of starting to get really, uh, I mean, I was really confident that year, and I was, I mean, I just, I played really good hockey, and um it just kind of hurt my game once I I broke my wrist I ended up coming home and uh having a doctor look at it and then uh, I got a cast on it and then went back home uh, or and went back out there um after Christmas break uh and I played which I probably shouldn't have played because it ended, ended up hurting my points per game but I uh played with my cast on, um, I had an, a glove, a bigger glove. It was cut and I had a strap stitched on to the glove where the strap held my stick up. So I was holding my, my left hand was holding, the strap was, because I couldn't squeeze my hand with the, mm-hmm. the cast on. So the, the, the cast would hold, or the strap would hold my stick up and I was able to wrap kind of wrap my fingers kind of around it, but it was very, very hard to play. Uh, I, I, I didn't uh, produce much at, when I had that cast on. And then um, once the playoffs started for our league, I ended up getting my cast off and I only had one point in the playoffs. Um, but it did really hurt. It really did hurt, uh, hurt me, and hurt my my chances a little bit of uh, seeing what I actually uh, could have done. But um, I don't, re- I don't look at it in a bad way. It just things happen, and um, I do, uh, I do, uh, I was, I probably should have got it fixed, but I never got it fixed. Um, I never got surgery on it. Um it does hurt me to to this day. Uh I um but I got a lot of motion back, but I didn't get a lot of motion back until I was probably done with juniors. Um but now I have motion back in my wrist. Um I used to not be able to do a push up. Now I can do a push up. Um it just kind of came back. Um but it's still not fully healed. Uh which is it's unfortunate, but um, I just uh, kind of grind through it. And sometimes it aches, but sometimes I don't really notice it when I'm playing. Um, I just kind of play and just deal with it. Um, but, yeah, uh, and then from uh, there, I ended up signing uh, a tender with uh, Wilmer. Uh, they saw me. Uh, I ended up making – for the NAPHR, I ended up going to top prospects for that. And then they saw me there um, and then ended up tendering me. And then I went out there and uh, it, was a, it was a really – it was a good experience. I, I liked it. It was a good – very good division. Um, but me and the coach uh, kind of got into it. Uh, uh, we were – I remember it was uh, – I was like playing – second first line back and forth and i was on the power play too and uh we were in alexandria for a game and uh i was we were down like four nothing and i hit this kid and then this kid like like kind of, we kind of got into it and the kid the play was going the other way and uh i asked the kid to go or the kid asked me to, to go and I, I said, okay, and I dropped my gloves, and the kid skated away. And I got a, I got a two-minute penalty, and my coach sent me. I didn't say anything, and my coach sent me to the locker room. And I went to the locker room. The period ended, and uh, uh, he came in, talked to the guys. I kept my gear on. I thought he was just sending me there to calm down a little bit. And he talked to the guys didn't say anything to me and then walked out. And then I walked out behind him and I said, what's, what, what's going on? Like, am I done? What's, why did I get sent to the locker room? And he's like, yeah, you're done. Like you're trying to fight when we're down for nothing in the first period and blah, 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 blah. And from there, it just didn't go very well. I, I mean, we lost that game like 12 to one or something. And, um, He kind of just, I kind of it kind of just rubbed him the wrong way. Um, I I I didn't say anything to him. It just kind of rubbed him the wrong way from there. And um, after that happened, and I just kind of seeing less playing time, and I got bumped down, bumped down. Uh, There was there was a game where I was out of the lineup, and I just I was taken off the power play and things like that. So. it was kind of just an unfortunate thing, and my dad told me, he's like, it's up to you. But he's like, you either you. I was at the end of uh, November. He's like, you, if you want to stay, you can stay. If not, uh, you can ask for your re- release. Because I wanted to play. I wanted to be somewhere where I was playing and playing a lot, and um, it just wasn't uh, it looking back at it I, I from what I experienced afterwards I wish I would have stayed um so then from there I was traded to uh the Cherokee and I came and played uh for the Cherokee from January to February in the playoffs um uh I know that the Cherokee they uh, the Cherokee traded I think I mean they traded a lot for me because they wanted me there and Um, and I, I have the most respect for what they gave to them for, for me. And, um, uh, so yeah. And then I ended up going to the Western States league after, um, and I was in Wyoming, but, uh, I I won't go too far into that. Um, it was fine. Uh, it wasn't the, the best hockey, um. I thought it was a good league until uh, I got out there, and um, I don't know why I just didn't want to be home, like I said before, and um, so I I went out there, and then I ended up in playing the uh, Eastern Hockey League from there. Um, so I bounced around a little bit, um, but it was I mean it was kind of cool that I bounced around because I got to see cool places, but it wasn't really good for my development. But I ended up uh, going back back out to uh, Philadelphia, playing in the EHL uh, for a guy named uh, Jared Domish. Uh, uh, he was he had some he had so much respect for me, and he always wanted me there. It was just too expensive, kind of, to play in that league. Um, and then he let me kind of help me out when I went out there, and. Uh, uh, from there, uh, I ended up finishing my second year junior out there with the junior flyers. And then, uh, 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 so, yeah. So, and then I.
0: Well, well, so tell me, I mean, I don't want to just skate over this stuff. Uh, yeah. I want to talk about, we'll start it first. Wasn't the,
1: well, no, the I understand. Oh, no, I understand yeah.
0: that. But I'm just saying, yeah. um, To I want to talk about just some of the stuff like with when you came to Toledo, you got dealt to Toledo. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like when you walked into that locker room for the first time?
1: Uh, um, it was kind of awkward, uh, actually, just because, uh, uh, just because I didn't know what the guys really like. I didn't know what the guys thought of thought of me. You know, I didn't know if they they think uh, like this kid doesn't want to be this kid wasn't here before. Why is he here now? And, um, but the guys were pretty good. I mean, I, I, it was, it was a really fun locker room, a fun team. I mean, I played with Ricky Kwapik, Ben Hamilton, uh, Adam Felzer, um, uh, Roman, uh, Malkoff, uh, the goalie, um, uh, Anthony Weinridge, um, uh, EJ Gilbert, I mean I mean we were a pretty good I mean pretty good team I mean uh, some guys in there that could play hockey and uh, it's funny it it, it it was awkward but it made me feel comfortable I was comfortable being there um, and it was just a, it was just a really good thing and it was um, I didn't know how professional it was gonna be until I got until I got there because I I didn't know how it was before, um, after my dad left. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, I know it was pretty professional when he was there, but I didn't know how, uh, professional, uh, coach, coach Kenny was, and, uh, uh, coach Elmi and, uh, they're very professional, and, um, I mean, it's like playing pro, almost, there, um, with the Cherokee, I mean, the locker room's, uh, top-notch, and, um, having a quick, I mean, I don't, we don't even have an equipment manager in college. Um, so having an equipment manager just was, um, pretty cool. Uh, having Jay around and having things that, that needed fixed. Um, uh, you fix stuff on your own now. Um, but it was pretty cool having that experience. And, um, it was, it was, it's crazy because, um, all the same people were still around when my dad was there, and it was a few. I mean, it was it, w- it wasn't much longer after, but it, I mean, it was quite a decent a bit longer. Uh, I think my dad stopped in two thousand twelve or thirteen. So I mean, I was there in two thousand was it seventeen, eighteen, or eighteen? I think it was seventeen, eighteen, or six. Or yeah, seventeen, eighteen. I think it was. So. Or, yeah, 17, 18. Somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, nice to see familiar faces and um, uh, playing a a good division too. that. I mean, that's a pretty good division as well. And um, just being around guys you know and uh, coming into – a situation where they, they wanted me was a good thing too. And it made me feel really good. And, um, so, yeah.
0: So, um, now when you, you play, do you remember your first game in the Cherokee uniform? Uh, do you remember anything, any of your first, first goal, uh, Um, that kind of stuff? Uh,
1: I think my first goal was a tip. um, I think it was against – I think it was against Pittsburgh. Okay.
0: Um,
1: uh, I, I can't really remember. Um, but I do remember my first goal was uh, – it was a tip. Um, I think from – a shot from EJ Gilbert. He said it – he, he says it went in. I didn't tip it, but I tipped it. Um – but uh so yeah I'm that and I I just remember uh, I remember playing Pittsburgh and Worcester a lot and Metro we played a, a few times while I was there so it was it was good it was it was cool to see because I remember when my dad was coaching um, I just remember I mean I was I was a rink rat when my dad was coaching and I was always there and I uh I just remember just watching those teams and um so it was cool to play kind of have familiar be, being familiar with the teams you're playing and um it was fun it was cool so.
0: so um, so you played in Toledo um how different was it from playing in in like Philadelphia or 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 Walmart.
1: Uh, the the uh playing in Walmart was pretty cool because they kind of draw attendance in that division. Um, uh, some teams do like three out of the the six teams that we played at. I remember going to playing in North Iowa. Um, that was a pretty cool experience. Um, going up to Alexandria was a pretty cool experience. And then even in Wilmer, we drew, um, attendance as well. So those were, it kind of made it feel more of like a junior atmosphere. Um, I know now the Cherokee are drawing attendance. Um, uh, they're doing a really good job actually with it now, um, that I, I see, um, which is, it's, it's great. I mean, that's what is, it's needed, uh, there, um, I think it has the most, um, I think they can draw people, uh, but it was – when I was there, it wasn't – their attendance wasn't uh, as big as it is now. Um, uh, I think it's a lot, a lot much bigger, and they're doing a great job promoting the team and promoting their guys, and um, it's really great to see it just kind of – it's just kind of – it's grown from um, from when I was there, and it's grown from when my dad was there. Um, as well so um, it's it's really nice to see
0: yeah they I mean and, and they've worked hard but then again it was team it was guys like you your dad uh, people of the past that built, yeah. they built that bridge to get it to yeah. where it is now you know so yeah. and 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 it's the hard work of guys like Kenny and uh, Todd Omi and Nick signs the so, you know all the folks you know the Manders family of course, that, yeah, of course, yeah. you can't forget sap because, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, um, but those guys are all the guys that made, made it to what it is now. And it's number one, it's an intimidating place to play and it's a place now, I think where a lot of guys want to come play now again.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I actually do agree on that. Um, I think it, I think they have turned it around a bit where it's a place where guys want to be. And, um, they're doing a really good job at, uh, at, at getting exposure for their guys as well now. Um, uh, it's a really, it's just a really, it's a good place now. And it, I mean, it's always been a great place to be. And um, uh, they've just, they've up what they have, they up what they have to offer and um, they've done a great job. And um, I mean, it, it honestly, I, I think Kenny and uh, Todd only do just like your, really good job at um, trying to get players there. And um, I, I think they're they, – they, I mean, I I think they had a really good team this past year. I I, I don't – I kind of followed it a little bit, um, but I think their record was uh, really good. I think they went pretty far in the Nationals, um, which is just – I mean, it's just – they. I mean, they're start, starting to have really good teams, which is great to see. And um, it's great to see that they – uh they win multiple games in a row and i mean that's what you want and um so yeah it's 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 great cool. it's it's really nice to see yep
0: um now the, if you can remember do you remember anything as far as uh when you played in toledo you know you talked about the injury you had to your wrist you know prior to that did it affect yeah. your ability to play in toledo at all or were you um, still snipe?
1: No, uh, it I didn't really affect my ability um, as much because, like, I, I stopped thinking about it. But um, it just it did it did ache at times. You know, it it ached um a lot. I remember uh putting bio doc gave, gave me some biofreeze to put on it and stuff like that. Sometimes I would wrap it up, um, but it. I just kind of just went out and played, and um, just I tried not it not to let it affect me as much um, as it as it uh, did before. Uh, it, but it did have an effect on me a little bit uh, when I, I played um, juniors and when I played in Toledo a little bit. But uh, it was good. I mean, I I was a grinder when I was in Toledo. I'm still a grinder. Um, and, uh, so I, I didn't need, I didn't need much of my, my top hand for skill. Um, I just needed to get to the net and get my, my body to the net and, uh, try to just, uh, get to where I could score inside four or five feet. So tap,
0: tap the garbage home.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Something
0: like that, but uh,
1: that's most of my goals.
0: Hey, that's okay. They don't ask. Always remember, Alex. Mm-mm. They don't ask you how. They ask you how many.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. So.
0: But. Um, so you went on from Toledo. You went out to the mm-hmm. W, and yep. it didn't. It didn't work out. So you went back. Yeah. East. And then
1: I. Yep. And then I, when I was out east, uh, I, uh, I was uh, trying to contact. Uh, NCAA Division three schools, um, uh, and then, um, it was it was it ended up uh, w- uh, working out where I was, uh, which I wish I would have never even contacted uh, D three schools because club hockey. I mean, club hockey, uh, ACHA D one club hockey is just. I mean, it it is just good, really good hockey uh, right now. Um, uh, uh, so I ended up going to a Division III school in Wisconsin called Northland. Um, I played uh, an exhibition game against Wisconsin um, Stevens Point. Stevens Point ended up going and winning the national championship that year. Uh, but I played one game and they just kind of called me in the office and told me they didn't have room for me after um, a week or a week week so. Week or so uh, after that game, they called me in the office and just told me they just didn't have room for me to fit in there. And um, but uh, I won't go too much in the detail with that because uh, 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 it was uh, kind of unfortunate. Uh, mm-hmm. Just with the, I mean. Uh, I want to say I was lied to, but just the things I was told uh, when I before I got to school, I would I rather have picked somewhere else to go and start started to play uh, somewhere else. Um, and then I, I came home uh, after that semester uh, since I wasn't playing uh, there and played at University of Toledo, and then uh, which was great. I was there playing for Bob Felser and then. Uh, uh, after after that, I was uh, recruited by Arizona State in junior, um, and I was already committed to going to that uh, Division three school, so I uh, reached out to Arizona State's uh, club coach um, after I was in Toledo for the semester because uh, I just came home because it was the best thing to do because I Uh, I remember contacting Arizona State uh, between semesters and they just told me it wasn't a good fit for me to transfer in at the semester. So um, I ended up contacting uh, the coach out here and uh, ended up coming out to Arizona State uh, to play here. Um, And I don't regret any... Looking back at it, all the situations I've been in, I ended up in the situation that I needed to be in uh so it ended up working out um it's funny how you go through things uh, in life and you ended up you end up finding something where uh that fits you and where you're liked and um but uh so yeah and when I was recruited here I uh I I should have just came here instantly um it's been a great experience so far and Um, it's, uh, a really good organization and, uh, we have a really great team and, um, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. So the most um, important
0: thing out of all of this is that you're happy.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, a happy, uh, situation that I'm in and, um, I'm playing with some really fabulous hockey players too. So, um, yeah, it's really great.
0: Awesome. Well, now uh, let me ask you a couple things. Uh, we're going to go back a little ways. And when you were a youngin, uh, growing up, uh, who was the teams that you liked to watch uh, professionally? And who were the players that you really like to, you know, you were a big fan of?
1: Um, so I was a Detroit fan growing up. And then uh, I ended up becoming a Columbus Blue Jacket fan. Uh, when I, I went to my first NHL game, uh, my uncle, my dad's brother lives in Columbus and he's had uh, season tickets since the team started, um, in 2000. And, uh, so I, my first NHL game was, um, a Columbus Blue Jacket game and I was a Red Wing fan then and they were playing the Red Wings and, um, I ended up transitioning over to the Blue Jackets sh- shortly after just because I wanted a team that was, I, I didn't want to be like such a bandwagon fan. I wanted a, a team you could see, I wanted to be a fan of a team that's going to build off uh, a, a bad team. You know, I, I want to be, I want my own team. I didn't want my, my dad's team or a team that I just wanted to be a, a home state team guy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and uh, I, I'm still a fan of the Blue Jackets. I follow the Blue Jackets a lot more now than I do the Red Wings. Uh, a player that I always uh, kind of watched was uh, Andrew Shaw. Mm-hmm. I, When growing up, I just always enjoyed watching the way he played. And um, it's something – some a player that I kind of could, could compare myself to or try to compare myself to um, – just the way he played and how hard he played, and um, it's uh, he just played played with a lot of grit. And uh, I mean, he's and he's won three Stanley Cups or two Stanley Cups, or and he uh, he was just kind of a guy, just kind of always watched, um, just because he just played hard and he wasn't as skilled, but he just played hard and um, he'd throw the body. Got in the dirty areas and that's kind of the way I played. So, um, but now at school, I ended up coming in and, um, they ended up transitioning me back to defense. Um, uh, first, the first two weekends when I got out here, I, um, they transitioned me back into defense and I haven't played forward, uh, since I played basically since I played junior. So, um, I'm playing deep defense now and, uh, I mean, I, I, I love defense. Uh, it kind of came quickly to me because I just, uh, I, I can be kind of the fourth forward and, uh, jump into the play and I can see the ice and, um, I, I'm, I, I believe I'm smart enough and know the game well enough where I can, uh, I was able to do that so quickly and, uh, uh, have it work out for me. And, um, and it, it's fun because I can. It's just so nice to see everything in front of you when you're a defenseman. Um, and it's it's it, the game is easier when you can see everything. When you're a wing or center, you're always looking around, always looking in front of or in, have to look behind you, in front of you. And when you're a defense, all you have to do is look in front of you and uh, watch the play and see just think about how the play is going to develop and things like that. So I, I really enjoy playing defense and, uh, uh, now, and, um, I don't really compare my, myself to any D right now. And the NHL. I just kind of watch, I kind of just watch all of them and kind of just try to, um, see what they do and, um, kind of just, uh, I really, I really like, um, Watching like Victor Hedman and stuff like that. Obviously, those guys are way more skilled and uh, way taller than me. But just the things they, the little things that they do and the little plays that they make um, when they're behind the net in their own zone and things like that. Uh, you kind of just, you kind of watched. And it's a position I didn't watch as much because I didn't have to. And now, I when I'm watching games and stuff like that, I'm learning uh things to do now that i i've been watching because before i just didn't watch as much of it but i knew the game well enough where i could just transition easily into it so
0: that's fair enough um yeah now a couple more things here before we finish up yeah. um mm-hmm. and i know you had you said you had some questions for me probably in regards to your dad and stuff F- feel free at any yeah. time to fire away so
1: yeah well i mean i guess just uh I mean, I guess if you have any stories that you can tell me, I know um, when my dad, I guess I could tell you stories from when my dad was coaching, when I was a little um uh, when I was 10, 11 years old, I, I, or maybe I was 12, around there, it was, he was there for a couple of years, so, but I always looked up to those guys, and I remember just, um, I remember going out and skating with them, and uh it just uh it was it's crazy I can probably name all the players that were on that team just because I I looked up to them and um I I mean I I mean Pat Smita uh Jack Nichols um uh uh Mark Mike Marconi um just a lot of those guys that were really good players and um, Ryan, Ryan Kelly. Um, who else was there? Chad Tickner. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, those, those guys were really good players. And uh, uh, I, I, and it was, just it was cool because I was able to, I mean, those guys probably hated me because I was always around them. And I was like, I was like a Brody Duncan. I mean, Brody Duncan was the same thing when Ian was coaching, um, I'm sure. And um i was just always around them always asking questions and uh it was it was funny um when i was trying to figure out when i what i was going to do with school i i called Pat mites about oakland because he went to oakland and um he what he just was so surprised when he talked to me of how much i probably haven't talked didn't talk to him and probably five, six years or whatever. And he was so shocked on how mature I was. He's like, I can't, be- it's so weird talking to you because you- I can't believe how mature you've gotten and things like that, which is, it's cool to hear. And it's nice to hear. And, um, but just those teams, my my dad had. Um, well, you know, what's, I'll never what's, for-
0: what's funny about that, Alex, is, you know, as the coaches probably do, although they know it as coaches, Yeah, But like guys like me who doing this podcast, most of the guys that I talk to now are guys that I haven't talked to them since they played juniors. And I, and the, yeah, they're a little more mature at the junior level than they were, than when you were a rink rat, but not by much. I can tell you that. Yeah. Not by much. And, And, and it's funny because, you know, I can remember a couple of the players that were, absolute uh let's just put it this way very immature very uh pains in the butts uh could be just downright goofballs and then yeah you, see, you talk to them 20 years later and it's like yeah i've got kids of my own i'm respon. they're responsible they're you know good good family guys uh whatever the you know it's like you don't you got to learn that. Yeah. They do grow up. You can't always remember them as the little, the little rink rat or the little yeah. kid, you know, they grow up and they get older and stuff. So, you know, the fact that, I mean, yeah, it might be surprising because I think probably because it wasn't that long ago, five or six yeah, years. When yeah. You talk to, yeah. to Patty And yeah. and then you got, you know, like I say, when I'm talking to someone 20 some odd years later, And it's like, whoa, you know, and yeah, you hit it off,
1: you know, yeah, it's crazy. And I, I mean, I, these guys don't know it. I don't know how many guys listen to the podcast. A lot of them do. I mean, I, I, I really, I mean, I really appreciated um, all the guys that were there when I was, uh, my dad was coaching and all the guys that kind of just, I mean, I'd never had an older brother or older brothers or someone that I could look up to besides my dad or, so it was just really nice to be around and, um, get, get picked on by them and, um, it was all out of fun and it was, it was great and, um, I just, it was just awesome to be around, but, um, I guess going back to, to my dad's time, I guess, some questions I have was, um, I guess what that run was like. And, um, I guess how, how, um, I mean, he was pretty young when he was coaching. Um, I think he was 30 or something like that. 31. Mm -hmm. Um, but just like, I mean, I haven't really, he has never really told me things about that national championship run, I guess, uh, just asking you what it was like and, Um, Well, uh, some of it I will
0: tell you this Some of the stuff that I got to know About your dad, I got to hear From other players So so this isn't just me This isn't just me But uh, I can remember Some of the uh, He would He he was more a cerebral coach And I think that's where You know uh, He I mean, he would try to get into a player's mind more yeah. like off the ice to see how he could push him and see how he could yeah. tweak and uh, and get the most out of a player. He did that yeah. a lot and I know him I mean with him and and it was him, Omi and Bob Zion. They were yep, they were Bob. the trio of yeah. coaches and yeah. and it was kind of a, a your dad was always the pragmatic one uh Bob was always bad cop and Al yeah. was always good okay. cop. But yeah, Bob would, yeah. would go nuclear by. <laughs> I mean, at the drop of a hat and sometimes would drop the hat himself. Uh but yeah. uh he was a great coach, a great tactician.
1: Oh yeah, a fantastic. Very, yeah. Tactician. I've actually I've actually seen him in the last recent years um with help he's needed uh just cuz he's not so healthy, but um I've been over to his house to help him with some things. I haven't talked to him in a while. I hope he's doing all right. But um, yeah, he's very tactical with things. And um, yeah, yeah. But uh, but go on. No,
0: but, I was just gonna say, your dad. Your dad. Uh, he always had that. He had kind of a dry sense of humor. Kind yeah, of more laid yeah. back, and you know, just kind yeah. of. He could get fired up. Oh my God, I seen him. Oh easy. yeah,
1: he gets fired up. Yeah. I could see him. I could up. see yeah. him
0: go ballistic on more than one occasion. But yeah. Um, he, you know, he. I think as he got older, he kind of took took a log off the fire, and I think.
1: Yeah, he he has calmed down. I mean, he's still coaching now. Mm-hmm. Um, he coaches Bell Tire U18 now, but um, he has taken. He's a much calmer coach now than he was before. I know that, um, but I remember I, rem- and I think that's just because of the way the game's changing and how how people are. And um, but uh, but I think he's also I think he's matured too as well as a coach. I agree. And has has just realized um how that's not the best way to get. To, into a player and um, how uh, how it's just he's more relaxed he just wants to coach the player and help the kids and he's always wanted to help he's always wanted to help guys yeah um, but he's more um, now he's more just more calmed down for sure yeah. but it's nice to hear those stories because I mean I just was so young I I've not and I haven't heard much he doesn't talk about stories much you know
0: yeah i don't know i understand but i will say this i'll tell you one story and this actually has nothing to do with during a game i remember like the my first year there was the year that we finished runner up and
1: okay and that was what year
0: 96 97 okay and so i remember i don't think i even talked to him he didn't we didn't even talk he just looked at me nodded and smiled and just kept on going and, yeah. and 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 then in the second season and that was the year that we won it all. Um, yeah, he uh, he was kind of uh, he didn't really say a whole lot to me. He would just say, "How you doing?" And yeah, tough game. Yeah, and but he didn't say much to me. He just kept going. And Omi was the one that I I started to talk to talk a little to bit. Me. Yeah, yeah. Omi was the more talkative one of the two. And even Omi, it was just like, you know, hey, what's going on? How you doing? And and it was but it was fine. It was cordial. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't yeah, rude or anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. it wasn't until we won the national championship. The team won the national championship. Um, I ran into him at the rink after the after the game, after when we got back to Toledo. And he saw me and I saw him and he walks up to me and he goes, Mission accomplished. And, yeah. and so what happened was, was that I invited him. I invited yeah. him to go on the radio with me. I, I was on, uh, I I wasn't on uh, the radio r- at that point, uh, on a regular time slot, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, but uh, a guy who is now uh, on the radio in Detroit, is on TV in Detroit for Lions pre- and post-game, uh, his name's John yeah. Belegian. He used to, he got his start in Toledo and was at, at a station here in Toledo. And he had a a sports show every night at six o'clock and we, he would, you know, I got to know him here anyway. um, I asked him if we could go on, you know, and talk about the national championship. And so he's like, yeah, yeah, come on, get the coach and come on in. So I ended up going and getting a pizza, big old giant pizza and bringing it to the station. And, of course, I knew that would be like, you know, with all the young pups there that were working, it would be like, you know, that was gold. So, you know, yeah. I, I did that, and I met your dad there at the station, and we walked in. He goes, I didn't know you were getting – I go, don't worry about it. That's not how it works. I said, just relax. So we ended up, uh, you know, like I said, up until this point, we talk, didn't, we didn't talk to each other.
1: Yeah, talking – you ended up talking more than – now or then yeah. after that, you guys weren't talking. before, Yeah, Yeah, it yeah. was
0: like we went in there, we did the show, went great, had a blast. Yeah. Sean really liked us. And, 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 you know, me and your dad, and we just had a ball in there. And then yeah. we left the studio. We were on for about, I think, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And uh, we were longer than we were supposed to be anyway. So we go we go out of there. We leave the studio. We head out to the parking lot. And your dad just looks and turns to me, and we just start talking and talking yeah. Yeah. and talking. And next thing yeah. you know, it's like almost, uh, I'd say about a good half hour, 40 minutes later, and we're still going. And, uh, you know, like I said, this is completely out of the norm when it comes to how we were to each other back then.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. and
0: so we said, yeah, you know, we need to, uh, you know, we need to keep in touch, blah, blah, blah. And so you know, it was like uh, the next time. Uh, I think uh, it was the that
1: was his last year. I think was the national championship. They, year? Yeah, I think that was his last year. Okay, maybe. I think it was I think one that more, was his last year. I'm trying to remember, was there one more year I after? I think
0: there was one. Cause more I remember
1: year. I, he had us in '97, uh-huh. and I remember he was he stopped because he was he had to attend to us. Yeah.
0: Oh no, I understand um, that. That and well, in, yeah. Very much just but maybe he,
1: maybe he stopped in 99. I
0: think 98, 99 was yeah. his last year. Yeah. Cause then okay. Omi took yeah. over. Yeah. And then, um, I, I think, I'm sure people listening to this will correct me, but, yeah. um, yeah, anyway, I just remember that. And, and then,
1: yeah, that's, that's crazy. Um, it's crazy to hear that it's, it's crazy that you remember that. And, um, it's just kind of crazy because, um, I wish I was alive, or I mean, I was older. alive in 97, but I wish I was older to experience that run that they had. And um, I'm sure it was a really great year and a lot of great memories. And um, But, you know, the thing uh, is,
0: is that as much as you remember the championship, and that's what you guys, you know, guys go for and everything, yeah. honestly... It's the brotherhood. It's the relationship. Yeah, yeah. That you have. Yeah. Yeah. And those things, yeah. it doesn't matter if you've got a trophy or not, Alex. The the, the relationships mm-hmm. you make and you forge are a number of them will last a lifetime. Yes. You know? Yes. And so that's yes. that's the important thing is that they are. They're the ones that the ones that last You hold on to those like gold. Because those mm-hmm. are the ones that are going to mean the most and they're going to help you when times are great and when times aren't so great yeah you know they will and, help
1: yeah and it's it's crazy it's crazy that i got to uh play for the cherokee too and um it's cool that uh it ended up working out that way and the the history that um from 98 until when i played that um that it, it kind of it, it's kind of cool so um yeah and, but I, I thank you so much for having me come and talk and chat. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's been really cool to hear these stories. And I know I talked a lot. But, That's the whole um, point
0: is it's about. Yeah, it's but
1: you. it's I, it's nice to hear, I, it's story. I want to hear stories, too. Uh, well, here, but, I uh, will tell
0: you one more real quick before we go. Okay. I will tell you one more. And that is this one actually is in the second go around. And it okay. was the off season. And yeah. there was nobody to go to Chicago for the meetings to do the uh, scheduling, et yeah. cetera. And so um, I think your dad's car had an issue and it, 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 uh, it was getting repaired. So I said, I'll go. And so yeah. when <laughs> he heard I was going, he's like, hey, Mick, I'm like, jump in. So we get we get in my car, and we drive out to Chicago. And we're just kind of just sitting there. We don't talk a ton. We talk a little bit, but yeah, not a ton. But just just taking it easy. We get out to Chicago, and of course, nice 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 hotel we're staying at. But uh, we I get us I get the room. We get a room, and uh, it's like they are charging for everything. You know, there wasn't free wifi. You had to pay extra, like I think 20 bucks a day for, for wifi and uh, stuff. I had my jet pack with me uh, from the team. So we had, yeah. it, so we had internet in the room. So, and so it's like, okay, so you've got a couple of guys here who we could go to the bar we could go to you know a club. We could go do anything we want, right? Because we're by ourselves yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. We went and got picked uh, takeout, brought it back to the room, ate, had a couple of beers, and went to bed.
1: He <laughs> fell asleep. Yeah. yeah, he fell asleep. <laughs> so we both that's did. Funny. I think I
0: fell asleep before he did. I mean,
1: yeah, it was just... that's. I mean, that's how he is now. He's he's not much of a. I mean, he'll go out sometimes now, but that's just how he is, kinda. And uh, I, I, that's a funny story. Yeah. I love to hear that. You know,
0: we just we did nothing, so, so we just went. And we went in and yeah. did our stuff at the meetings, and uh, had a few laughs there, and then uh, came home. And it was yeah. like, yeah, did you guys go out and do this and that? It's like,
1: no, <laughs> no, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. yeah.
0: But uh, tell great. you what, Alex, I have really enjoyed catching up with you. I I promise we will stay in touch because when uh, we can eventually here, we're going to get it to where we're going to have a reunion and we're going to have guys come back in and I'm sure they'll have a a alumni game or whatever. That's fine. But the thing I want to do more than anything is I want to get a bunch of us together to maybe go watch a Cherokee game and just uh, sit there and have a couple diet Pepsis and laugh our butts. You
1: know, telling stories and stuff. Yeah, I would like to see guys that um, I saw that my dad coached. Uh, I mean, that would be pretty cool because I don't know how long. I mean, I don't know if it will ever happen, but if it does happen, that would be pretty cool to catch up with those guys that I looked up to. And um, I mean, that that was really a a a really good time for me. So so um, well, it was great. Thank thank you so so much for having me and talking with me and um i appreciate all that you've done uh you bet and the commentary and um it's been it was really it's great and your voice is second to none thanks buddy um it's great yeah i appreciate it so so, thank you Yep,
0: and that's gonna do it here for episode 87 of the cherokee rewind don't forget you can download it uh, by subscribing to the platform you use whether it's iheart TuneIn, amazon google just put in Cherokee Rewind. You can subscribe, and every time a new episode drops, it'll let you know. So for Alex Searing, I am Mick. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Cherokee. That's right, and we'll catch you next time on the Cherokee Rewind.